We're good. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and start the show. <laughs> How, has anyone ever never seen the show? Those two, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, new people. I gotta explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our Wikipedia page. No. Um, I thought about putting together a Wikipedia we, page, but that seemed like a lot of work. That does seem like a lot. So. Uh, is everyone happy? Yeah. This is a this is a very old school stab uh, uh, lineup. These are some people that have done the show. Uh, a lot of times, yeah, I think not, everybody's not like Emma Haney. <laughs> These <laughs> people have done the show more less at least times than Emma digits. Haney's canceled on us. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I think everybody's at least in you double clap digits. Clap whenever you want, man. Any yeah, these are all. Just feel free at any point during the show to clap. All right. Follow your heart. Here we go. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Oh my God. There we go. See? Oh my God. You guys can sit down. It's okay. You can sit down. Everyone needs to stop. You guys in the back, stop cartwheeling. You're going to cartwheel into the other round-offing group. Uh, welcome to Stab here at Stab uh, Comedy Theater, 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California. Uh, you guys ready to meet your contestants? Okay. Coming in hot. Doing round-offs and spin-outs. It's a new move in gymnastics. Ladies and gentlemen. The father and pioneer of new gymnastics, Bill Wallace. Bill Wallace. Oh. Oh, 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 he's riding a potato. (laughs) Ben Rice. He was riding a giant potato. Oh, I think it's Jamie. I can't tell in the distance. Because it seems like she's she's right here. It's just she's small. So it seemed like she was far away. Jamie, Jamie Fernandez is tiny. She's, she's on the show. Jamie Fernandez, sorry. Jesse Jones also. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Jones also. It's abrupt. Hello. Hi. 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 I'm sorry, Jamie. What? Why? For ne- what? Never what did mind. you do? Never mind. Should I be offended? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not, so let's move uh, on. How's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Let's just play stab. Are you ready? That was loud. (laughs) This first segment's called Reorganization. Uh, Please take this acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Um, In honor of it actually being National Sleepyhead Day in Finland today, uh, today's acronym is SIDS. (laughs) S-I-D-S. SIDS. Sorry, we start start that way. SIDS. Those little Welcome to the show. SIDS. Bill, what does SIDS mean to you? Everything. Um, <laughs> just, uh, SIDS means uh, shellfish in delicious sauce. Uh, <laughs> fish and sauce. Like, okay. yeah. Sauce with fish. As, uh, as we all know, it's crab fest at Red Lobster. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> um, just saying, they're open late. Um, that's right. For a limited time at your local Red Lobster, you can get all of your favorite crab combos, like crab mac and cheese with crispy butterfly shrimp. 
Sizzling Southwest Crab Cakes and Grilled Lobster Tail and crowd favorite, the Crab Connoisseur Platter, featuring a whole Alaskan king crab and your choice of any three of our featured Crab Fest sides. As usual, all meals come with endless butter for dipping as well as bottomless, warm, flaky Cheddar Bay biscuits. (laughs) And a complimentary bottle of anti-lice shampoo with with a pubic hair comb. Treatment... (laughs) Treatment may need to be repeated nine to ten days after initial treatment. If problems persist, seek help from either a healthcare provider or your local Red Lobster waitstaff member, and be sure to get checked for other STDs and try our new kicking sriracha shrimp while you're there. <laughs> Red Lobster not liable for complications due to undercooked shellfish or misdiagnosis of sexually transmitted disease. Red Lobster staff are not trained medical professionals. Please do not visit a hospital for shellfish and biscuits. Hospital cafeteria food is notoriously bad. Still better than Red Lobster, though. <laughs> Very good. That was Sid's. All right. Uh, Ben Rice, what's your name again? Uh, What does Sid's mean to you? Who is Sidney Sampson? (laughs) How could one possibly describe one Sidney Sampson? He's so many things. A complete anomaly. A -a one-of-a-kind kind of dude. You wouldn't understand Sid until you met Sid and found his essence. <laughs> He's so fucking great. But to put him in a bottle, to sum him up, that's tough. Because Sid's definitely, indescribably, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> nice cop-out. Very good. That was a very... Was hang, a on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I think you spelled Stiz. Stiz? I think you spelled S-D-I-S, right? <laughs> yeah, he did. What? No. Oh, shit. Sid's definitely indescribably De- definitely Sid. Stiz. Stiz. I can't be. It's close. It's make make up your own rules. To what I'm doing. Sorry. It's okay. He reorganized the letters too. <laughs> Took it to another level. Oh, He's so yeah. We're just not on Ben Rice's level. I had so many hours to catch that. Now you're not. Now you're not gonna win. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Negative so points. Many points. <laughs> yeah. Jamie. Yes. Can you hear me down there? I can hear you. Thank you. you Over there. The Over there. Down now. there. She's down That's there. That's enough. All right. How's the weather? Okay. Uh, oh, it's a junior high joke. Yep. Um, <laughs> what does SIDS mean to you? SIDS is S-I-D-S. Now stands for uh, Super Inappropriate Dad Society. <laughs> that is the new acronym. Uh the Super Inappropriate Dad Society is a nonprofit network of grown men who continuously and relentlessly make everyone around them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> While many believe the founder of SIDS to be a fellow inappropriate dad, it was actually created by 16-year-old Lily Hemmer. I made up names in this. Uh, <laughs> who hosted a sleepover at her house in which her father came downstairs several times in nothing but his tidy whities and at one point... <laughs> And at one point exclaimed to the girls, hey, girls, you're young now, but this is what you have to look forward to. (laughs) That's Uh, super inappropriate. Before motioning to his crotch while holding a half-eaten payday candy bar. (laughs) 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 I didn't just want to help my dad, Lily explained. I wanted to make the world more livable for everybody. <laughs> another, Sins, another SIDS member joined the group after announcing during a dinner with his wife's business associates, a di- business associates that their newborn baby has, quote unquote, spent more time in her vagina than I have. <laughs> and followed up the statement with, I feel like I should be jealous of the little guy. He really got up in there, you know? <laughs> 
and ended the moment with obnoxious loud laughter. Uh, The super inappropriate dad society gives those men who never grew out of their frat house humor a trait once found lovable and charming by their wives, now now morphed into something repulsive and embarrassing, a chance to gather and add their daughter's friends on Instagram in peace. <laughs> Donnie Denlow, uh, this is kind of long. Donnie, De- <laughs> Donnie Denlow, an auto mechanic and father of four from Hackettsville, New Jersey, claims that joining Sid saved his life. I kept wanting to make jokes about how a landlord is in ISIS and Al Qaeda <laughs> because he's Indian. <laughs> but my wife kept shutting me down. <laughs> now I go to Sid's, I joke around with the other dads, and they love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it saved my life because if I would have made those jokes he probably would have killed us because I think he was in ISIS and Al-Qaeda <laughs> 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 other members credit the low PC atmosphere where they can freely discuss their kids teachers breasts and how cool it would be to date an Asian woman just for the jokes um, <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> it's inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> Context. (laughs) Founder Lily Hemmer, as well as her mother and other wives of members, have tried to implement productive classes and workshops into the group with curriculum titles such as Why Racism Isn't Always Funny and (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, Why Your Eight-Year-Old Can't Watch the Movie Showgirl Starring Elizabeth Berkley Yet. (laughs) (laughs) Their efforts have been futile, though, as all the SIDS members resoundingly agree that all of that shit is gay. (laughs) Very good. SIDS. SIDS. Jesse Jones, what does SIDS mean to you? Well, it's not always easy to tell exactly what happened, but there's usually enough clues left behind to piece things together. A clear collection of SIDS always leaves an outline of an evening where something incredibly stupid has transpired. What on the surface may just look like a random pile of trash upon closer inspection reveals itself to be an all-too-familiar case of SIDS. Signs indicating dumb shit. (laughs) (laughs) Two kids' trampolines. Two half-crushed cans of watermelon-flavored Four loco, (laughs) Structurally questionable razor scooter. And telltale shards of selfie stick and GoPro plastic. (laughs) Now that's some SIDS. Uh, Yeah, made sure I got them them in the right order. Uh, A half dozen discarded plastic Kotex tampon applicators. A three-quarter full handle of bottom shelf CVS brand vodka. (laughs) Still faintly visible glow sticks, green, purple, pink... Various brands of torn open single pack gas station libido enhancers. (laughs) Clear and present SIDS. (laughs) One of those long fireplace stick lighters. Two empty cases of Keystone Light. The unmistakable scent of gunpowder in the air. And three unattended fingers laying abandoned on the (laughs) sidewalk. Mmm. Smells like SIDS. There's a whole world of terrible ideas ending badly all around you if you just know where to look. So keep your eyes open on your morning walk and you might just see the signs indicating dumb shit in your neighborhood. And when you feel an unexpectedly weird handshake someday in the future, (laughs) you'll know that two-fingered grip was caused by a bout of sits. (laughs) Very good. 
that was reorganization. Which brings us to our next segment called the Topical Haiku Challenge. All right. Please have written three haiku in regard to the following uh, topical song. Top, topical song. Is there a problem? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie started it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. All right. Please have, please have composed three haiku in regard to the following topical story. Uh, headline, man admits tricking woman he had a penis during sex. A Scottish man without a penis tricked two women into believing they were having sex with him by inserting objects into them during their relationships. According to a report, let's hear three haiku from the each of you, one at a time. Uh, ben, first haiku. Ben, not Ben. Bill. <laughs> I mean, we're really close. I yeah, can see how no, you mix this up. I, like proximity-wise. I am so drunk. No, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first haiku uh, goes like this. Goes, Tell me I'm dreaming. No, wait, that is a pickle. Get that out of me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, Bill. <laughs> ben, Rice. The balls on this guy must have been amazing or tiny penis shaped. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Jamie? Just to be clear here, these women were all upset about what, really? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. Uh, my first is titled The Shape of Things. <laughs> That's rectangular. She has to know by now, right? Dicks aren't rectangles! <laughs> Bill, you're second of three. Is that a salami? Because it smells just like a salami, dude. Ben. Finally! A man whose dick is as big as he thinks it really is. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, Jamie. If you're wondering how he stays so hard, it's a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, going back to uh, one of Bill or Ben's earlier, <laughs> whichever. Uh, second one's titled, That Takes Balls. <laughs> I'm confident, but... I'm not dickless Scotsman still plows puss confident. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Bill. It's actually really impressive. It's <laughs> I mean, it's gross, but it's impressive. Um, wait, you don't have a dick? Well, do you have a vagina? Well, what then? <laughs> ben. How bad at fucking is every other dude that they didn't notice? 
had an infection. <laughs> Thought I left a tampon in. Nah, rolled up newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What's black and white and red all along? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that's all right. All right. Junior high. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, the third title. Jesus. Tater Scraper. <laughs> See if I can dial in the accent. Ugh! Aye! Oh, you and Your dick's like three potatoes! Where's my potatoes? Very good. That was the topical haiku challenge. Very good. Very good, very good. That brings us to our next segment. Oh my god. This was today once. It's the name of this segment. It's a fan favorite. No, it isn't. <laughs> you, you got me. You got me. <laughs> Bill Wallace, Sacramento, Sac Dabber, at Sac Dabber. Sacramento. How do you, Sacramento Dabber? Yeah. At Sacramento, was Sac Dabber taken? No, people outside of Sacramento don't know Sac. <laughs> I don't know it as sack. I feel like we've always been too close to realize when you're an old sack what that means to other people. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, I used to work in old sack. Yeah. Why are you? It smells. Right. <laughs> By the way, in the, in the Topical Haiku Challenge, if you read any more on that story, one of the ladies he was with, was they, he was with her for like six months. Oh, my God. And he, she just thought he was insecure about his body, so he'd always make him drop the lights and, like, <laughs> eventually found out. And then, anyway, good times. <laughs> uh, this was Today Once. Bill Wallace, on this date, 1890, Vincent Van Gogh shoots himself and dies two days later. Uh, also on this very date, 2010, photographic negatives purchased at a garage sale proved to be early works of American photographer Ansel Adams. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Uh... To celebrate, <laughs> to, to celebrate those things, mm -hmm. um, I sent a bunch of pictures of my ear <laughs> to my girlfriend, uh, and she didn't get it, and I refused to explain it to her. Uh, and she stopped returning my texts and wasn't home when I left to come here. <laughs> <laughs> and she recently hit three months without drinking, and I'm pretty sure I saw her car parked outside a bar on the way. <laughs> and I would normally say that it could have been any other Prius, but she has that I love banana smoothies bumper sticker and, <laughs> and the plush banana and blender toys in the rear window. And <laughs> the blender one was tough to find. I had to go to some obscure toy websites for it. I'm sure it's full of toxic materials. Anyway, I'm happy to be here, John. <laughs> Very good. Bill Wallace. Very good. Yeah, you don't have to clap for him. <laughs> Jesse just likes to do that. Uh, ben Rice. <laughs> On this date, 1940, the animated short A Wild Hair is released, introducing the character of Bugs Bunny. Uh, also on this very date, 1969, Triple H, American wrestler and actor, was born. Uh, how'd you celebrate the aforementioned events combined? Uh, John, today I tried to combine the hilarious hijinks of Bugs Bunny and the win-at-all-cost drive of Paul Michael Levescue, better known as Tara Rising, better known as Hunter Hearst Hemsley, 
better known as Triple H, and better known to some as Vince McMahon's son-in-law. <laughs> so I got a wild hair up my ass and started injecting the butts of strangers with steroids. <laughs> But police caught on to me almost immediately. Suckers! (laughs) They're looking for Ben Rice. The name anyone asked to identify me would give. But (laughs) before I did that, I went down to the county courthouse and legally changed my name to Royd Injection. They'll never catch me, John! (laughs) Very good, Ben. Ben Rice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he gets a clap. Jamie yes, Fernandez, I on this date, 1689, <laughs> the Glorious Revolution, the Battle of Killy Crackle, cr- Killy Cranky, Cranky, Killy Cranky, Killy Cranky. Don't even know. None of us know. The yeah, Battle of Killy Cranky ends. Uh, also, on this very date, 1990, Zsa, Zsa Gabor begins a three day jail sentence for slapping a cop. Yep. Uh, yep. How'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? All right. Uh, well, as we all know, the Battle of Killy Cranky was part of the Jacobite <laughs> Rising, the first series of risings aimed at restoring James II, the last Catholic monarch of Scotland, <laughs> to the crown of Great Britain after he had been deposed by Parliament during the Great Revolution of 1668. So obviously, yeah. I had to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> To me, nothing says reinstatement of a Catholic monarch (laughs) like a nice fruity glass of sangria, something summery, I don't know. (laughs) And as if that weren't reason enough to drink so much I can't tell if I'm shitting blood, I also wanted to... I also wanted to pour some UV brand vodka out for the Hungarian socialite who slapped a cop 10 years ago. Why not? As a low-key alcoholic, I can appreciate the desire to want to resist arrest and will gladly have a celebratory glass of whiskey over and over and over again until I'm so drunk I write down all the reasons I'm unhappy and before before mistakenly leaving my dad a sexy voicemail. (laughs) Both of these amazing, not at all confusing and dumb events are about, <laughs> are about standing up to authority, be it through restoring the rightful crown to Great Britain or being a dumb bitch who slaps a cop. <laughs> Both events equally make me want to drink so much I put my dogs up for adoption and fall asleep in front of my wall heater. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Jamie Fernandez. Jesse Jones, on this date, 1988, Radio Shack announces the Tandy 1000 SL computer. Uh, Also on this very date, 1968, Babe Adams, American baseball player and manager, died. Uh, How did you celebrate those events all combined up? Oh, you do know me so well, Jonathan. (laughs) And naturally, you specifically chose for me these two events featuring an old Tandy computer and an even older base sportsman, Babe Adams, and everyone's favorite place that seems to have every kind of cord, wire, and adapter you could ever want, except for the specific one you're looking for, Radio Shack. <laughs> the combination of which naturally reignited my lifelong love, uh, love, <laughs> love affair with Flash Gordon-style radio plays <laughs> and inspired me to write a new serial based on these events entitled The Whiz-Bang Space Adventures of Tandy the Robot and Babe Slugerman, <laughs> Astro Hero of the Stars! <laughs> <clears throat> when last we left our intrepid hero, 
<laughs> he was being held captive by the dastardly di- diabolic cosmic conqueror, the insidious Imperator Zing. <laughs> you just wait, Zing. You just wait until <laughs> I get free. I'm going to wallop you like a hanging curveball. <laughs> That's what you think, you sporty buffoon. No one escapes Imperator Zing. On base percentage. Just then, when the hour seemed most dour, the Prince of Pitch's loyal robot companion, Tandy, a former Zing guard security drone, whom the babe reprogrammed using only his knowledge of baseball statistics, burst into Zing's impenetrable prison. Earned run average, 643 double play. <laughs> you traitorous titanium tinker toy! <laughs> Fielder's choice, infield fly. Now, Tandy, you know I don't usually approve of such salty talk, but when it's directed towards Imperator Zing, I'll let it slide in safe. (laughs) Not so fast, babe blubberman. I still have a few tricks up my silken sleeve. Is this the end for Tandy the robot and babe sluggerman? Tune in next week for the next thrilling adventure of Tandy and the Babe, Laser Demons in the Outfield. (laughs) Very good. That was, this was, today once. I wanted to close my eyes during that. I I actually actually sort of want to write that now. Let's do it. (laughs) Very good. A calculated tale to leave you in suspense. Isn't that the ones? No. Oh, yeah. This brings us to the uh, fourth segment, fourth of five segments, calm down, uh, of the show. This one's called Department of Tourism. Uh, Congratulations, everyone. Have you all been hired as tourism directors of the following places? Make us want to come there, visit, live there. I don't know. Uh, Bill, take us to Please Don't Hurt Me Opolis. Please Don't Hurt Me Opolis. Okay. Welcome to Please Don't Hurt Meopolis. I'm Sven, and I'll be your tour guide. Yes, Sven, no, I don't have an accent. Let's all be adults about this. <laughs> I'll thank you to keep your kicks and punches safely outside my face and body. If you look to your right, you'll see a bunch of guys that I really hope don't hurt me, or you. And if you look to your left, you'll see what I assume are a bunch of violent people as well. We should probably stay away from them. And now that I think about it, I don't know you guys all that well, so I'm going to go home now. <laughs> Please don't follow me there and murder me. Not that there are a lot of murders here, just some. <laughs> you, should st- you should still totally live here. <laughs> Very good, Bill Wallace. Please don't hurt me, Opolis. Ben Rice, take us to the land of gag. Hey, hey! Oh, gag! Stop yelling and walking past me! This isn't the land of Nod or the land of beautiful ignorance. It's the land of gag. More appropriately, the land of bind and gag. I've been kidnapped. Very, very good. Very good. I'm just going to scream the whole thing. All very of good. That was very good. Oh, as you know my trick. If it's not funny, just scream. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Volume is equals funny. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Fernandez. Yeah, uh, I had just woken up from a nap when I wrote this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know. Uh, the name of the place that you're taking us to is Totopia. 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 
Welcome to Totopia, where our greatest feat is feet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Totopia is located near Footsville, North Carolina. That's a real place, by the way. <laughs> Just north of Highway 17 in the Body Part District. You, you'll know when you get there because get because guess what the roads are made with toes. <laughs> That's right, severed human toes line our streets, making it a fun story for the grown-ups and creative nightmares for the little ones. (laughs) Don't forget to visit our local cafe, serving up our famous totalini with tomato sauce. (laughs) Get it, Togo, and head over to Tommy's Toe Studio, where our founder... 47-year-old divorcee and father of two, Tommy Brennan, will photograph your toes and display the photos on his toe shrine in his basement apartment, (laughs) also known as our Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) (laughs) This fun is toe die for. (laughs) After you visit Tommy, take in some live entertainment by catching a show by the Foot Fungus Fellas. (laughs) A talented trio of banjo players made entirely of, you guessed it, toes. Uh, that's right. <laughs> they're, to- they're toes. <laughs> they're not humans. They're just toes. It's hard to explain. <laughs> but the men just are big banjo playing toes. No one is really sure uh, where they came from, but what we do know is they shred on those banjos. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own stuff. <laughs> Wrap up your night by staying in one of our totally terrific hotel suites. Where you can get a toe massage at all hours of the uh, uh, all hours of the night. <laughs> and the beds are made of you guessed it toes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just they are. Could come see for yourself. <laughs> Totopia is perfect for all ages. Don't forget to stop by the toe factory on your way out, where you can see how we gather our material to pave our toe roads. Uh, Totopia, come for the toes, stay for the toes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> what else would it have been? That's what, 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 all hours of the. I thought a toe pun was coming in. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, that's what you get when you ask what Totopia is. Jesse. Seriously, though. Yeah. <laughs> Take us to Finicky Farms. Fresh, juicy fruits. Ripen to perfection under the warm golden sun. Crisp, lush vegetables chock full of healthy, fibrous roughage. These things aren't for everybody. (laughs) Here on Finicky Farms, we know the only thing better than all natural fruit flavors are artificial fruit flavors. (laughs) And cheese. And really anything else. Natural fruit flavors don't taste like the sugar-encrusted fruit shapes you're used to. (laughs) And Finicky Farms uses only the finest quality potassium sorbate, (laughs) hexalacetate, (laughs) and sodium benzoate. Mm -mm. Just like mom used to make. 
That is the scientists at Molecular Orientation Manipulators. <laughs> the top industrial flavor lab facility located in international waters. <laughs> Here on Finnegy Farm, seven-generation fructose farmers harvest the finest dextrose, sucralose, and sorbitol <laughs> that your very particular taste buds demand. Enjoy a slice of Finicky Farms pizza. Always pepperoni and extra cheese. All the time. <laughs> and all of our pies feature Finicky Farms' own special sauce, chunk-free and used sparingly. <laughs> Nobody comes to the pizza party for you, sauce. Didn't realize that would resonate so much. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you're, you're in luck. Finding Finnegy Farms on a Tuesday, is that means it's Taco Tuesday. Have your fill at Finnegy Farms' famous taco bar. Make them just how you like them. Meat, cheese, some black olives if you got them. All piled neatly in a nice soft flour tortilla. The Finnegy Farms way. And don't you worry, we know that if even a sliver of lettuce even grazes your taco, <laughs> you can immediately throw it away and replace it. Because <laughs> at Finnegan Farms, we know that even if you pick that off, you can still taste it. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so come on down to Finnegan Farms, <laughs> where no matter how weird and absurd your dietary needs are, we understand. Trust us. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> Very good. Uh, that was Department of Tourism. Why do you say that so angrily? <laughs> I am going to scream that at my pizza, though. Next time I <laughs> not come to the pizza party for the souls. I'm just going to... It's so true, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too, I just love the sauce. If a pizza is too saucy, you're like... It's like a soup. And I I love I love a Zelda's pizza. Ugh. But I spend half the time picking the giant chunks of p tomato out of my Zelda's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise hate. it's perfect. No. It's farm oh. to crust. I hate Zelda's pizza. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I hate you hate it. Zelda's? Yeah, I do not. Well, you're wrong. They <laughs> make, and fine. they make you wait a long time. Well, yeah, uh, you got to earn it. For true. For pie crust <laughs> that I can make. Well, yeah, it I mean, doesn't taste good. Sorry, Zelda's. It's <laughs> disgusting. Well, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't disagree with you more. Well, I'll so see you Zelda's with. sponsor of Stab Comedy <laughs> Theater. <laughs> Come for the pizza. Wait for the pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay for the toes. Come for the pizza. Leave to I Love Teriyaki Three. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, this brings us to our final segment. Oh, a hush. Oh, okay. Uh, no mic here to do that for us tonight. Um, <laughs> called the Dating Profiles of the Fictional and or Non-Fictional. Uh, please have composed a dating profile from the perspective of the following. Bill Wallace, let's hear the dating profile from the perspective of a spelling bee moderator. <laughs> Stephen Cartwright, 57. <laughs> Passionate spelling bee moderator, recently divorced from a capital B-I-T-C-H. 
looking for L-O-V-E love. Then uh, <laughs> <laughs> not your style? Then I'll hit the buzzer and kick that idea off stage crying to its disappointed parents. Because <laughs> I want to teach you how to spell daddy. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Is dirty, not, dirty talk not your thing either? No problem. Small talk, don't be silly, Kosis. I'd, <laughs> I'd rather show you my big, hard, long, Numana Ultra Microscopic Silicovolcaniconiosis. <laughs> and get down to B-U-S-I. No one's got time for that business. <laughs> anyway, call me. I miss the sound of other people's voices. <laughs> Sometimes I put on the TV just to feel less alone. <laughs> just me alone. A L O N E. <laughs> alone. <laughs> Very good, Bill. Very good. Very good. Ben Rice, let's hear the dating profile from the perspective of a person who's been breastfed too far into their childhood. What if I told you that I wrote a we, vow to an asshole? You could write a vow to an asshole. Yeah, so there's another segment we do called Vows to an Asshole. <laughs> ben didn't, I, think, I don't think Ben... Okay. Ben didn't see yeah. the third page of the prompts. Oh, okay. No, I saw no. it. I just fucking wrote the wrong thing. Oh, you did you write the wrong thing? It. Yeah, at the, the top thing. of his page, it does say dating profiles, and he still wrote them. Still wrote, okay. <laughs> well, then let's hear your vow to the asshole. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I could do this let's hear your vows to a person who'd been breastfed far too long in their childhood. All right, it's going to have the same jokes pretty much. Just perfect, yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> wait, Chet. wait, let me... God look. damn it! Wait. <laughs> If you're going to fuck things up, I'm going to fuck things up. I too. hate you. <laughs> no, I'm going to make it better. You made it worse. Chet. <laughs> I love you so much. I won't spare the teats. <laughs> but before I begin, I'd like to thank you, Barbara, for letting your beloved unlatch. <laughs> I know you two are so close, <laughs> like bosom buddies. <laughs> and I'm sorry if it feels like I'm nip-pulling you apart, <laughs> but I love your son because it feels like he never wants to let me go, <laughs> even though we only met two months ago. You raised a great kid, Barbara, who's going to hopefully help me raise a great kid, too my darling three-month-old Stuart. <laughs> With the three of us together as one, we'll never be lacking in love. So long as I'm lactating for love. Very good. Uh, a tear to my eye. <laughs> Very good. Bill Wallace. Just kidding. <laughs> this is, this is going to be the weirdest episode to listen to. <laughs> This is so many puns. Suicide stab. <laughs> Just do whichever thing you want to do. Uh, Jamie, let's yes. hear the dating profile from the perspective of the amalgam of all scary movie villains. Yeah, good, great pump, by the way. Great hey, pump. I do what I can. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, all right, this is the OK Cupid profile. Is it about me? Hi. My name is uh, Joe. I uh, divorce, no kids. Uh, I like walks in secluded forests, uh, sadistic mind games, resistant homicidal tendencies, impulsive use of weapons, and I'm a Raiders fan. Uh, 
Never like the Niners, never will. Uh, what I'm doing with my life. Uh, uh, I currently reside in the deepest, darkest fears of children and or adults. <laughs> I shift seamlessly through the paradox of the demonic and or satanic space-time continuum, <laughs> manifesting myself in different forms throughout the year, but in a more tangible sense, I rent an apartment in Oakland, and I just paid off my lake house timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of buying a houseboat next year, depending on where the market is at. <laughs> <laughs> been thinking about going back to school, but being around college kids has always been a challenge for me. <laughs> hobbies. <laughs> My hobbies include wrapping pieces of yarn to thumbtacks and pointing them to various photos. <laughs> 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 Cutting letters out of magazines, slow walking down dark corridors, uh, meticulously planning for sadism, uh, and I play a little Fortnite when I, <laughs> when I have the time. Uh, six things I could never do without. Uh, machete, ice pick, rope, bowing knife, hair gel, iPhone X. <laughs> you should message me if... Uh, look, I'm not going to act like this wouldn't be hard. Uh, but hey, girl, you know, what relationship isn't? Uh, I work hard, I play hard, and I want to share this crazy, horrible, inescapable prison of my own self through means other than self-decapitation self by letting me take you to get some sushi or something. <laughs> I don't know. I can't promise you the night will end exactly the way you want it to, uh, but I can promise that I'll wash your hair gently, uh, clean your fingernails nicely, and sing your favorite childhood lullaby as you slowly, slowly drift off. <laughs> very, very good. That was, a, that was good. <laughs> you did good. Oh my God, what was that? <laughs> All right. Jeez. Jesse that Jones. phone made of a dwarf star? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> oh, Jesse wow. Jones. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. Sorry. Are we good? Are we just want to, do we want to finish the show or? I mean, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this one's all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's hear the dating, <laughs> the dating profiles from the perspective of Gallagher, oh. the comedian Gallagher. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a show here yeah, uh, tomorrow know? where we're smashing fruit in the back and <laughs> dressing up like Gallagher. Starts at 7. Yeah. You guys should show up if you want chunks of. So I get to do a. Pear. I get to do a prompt in the form of a promo. Correct. That, that people will hear like a month after the show. Listen, so. There's. <laughs> There's two potential customers here. Oh. <laughs> there's two. Why there's do you have to say there's only 200, 200 potential customers? Yeah. Oh, it's only two because the other 30 people here flat out said they're not coming tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like, so. fuck that shit. Yeah. So these two were still on the fence. That's what yeah. he meant. Not that there's only two. Oh, we're going to move on. All right. So. Right. I understand. Gallagher. Gallagher. Uh, yeah. Gallagher. Dating profile from his perspective. Yeah. And I, I've i gotten into the habit of only using OkCupid profiles. So, okay. so this will sound. User. Fruit Ninja numero uno. <laughs> Height. Two sledgematics. <laughs> Weight. Seven and three quarter melons. 
<laughs> My self-summary. You all laughed. <laughs> Why did you laugh? <laughs> For decades now, I've been on the front line in an invisible war against the Vegetaborgs <laughs> and the Fruticons. With each new foodborne illness wreaking havoc on the population, my purpose becomes clearer. I am the destroyer of produce, <laughs> the reaper of the sown, the annihilator of the crop. I am Gallagher! <laughs> and in my right hand, I carry judgment. <laughs> what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> Dismantling the food pyramid one brick of lies at a time. I'm really good at building hammers <laughs> and conducting public executions of thousands of enemies of humanity before crowds of dedicated soldiers of the fight. <laughs> First thing people notice about me. My unyielding, unquenchable juice lust. <laughs> <laughs> And my trunks of improvised alternative weaponry <laughs> of which I need to constantly develop as the Vegetaborgs and Fruticons adapt to each new generation of munitions. <laughs> I must invent new tools of war which they have not yet devised defenses for. Favorite books, movies, shows, music, and food. I study veggie tales. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for physical and psychological weaknesses to exploit. Six things I can never do without. Hot glue. <laughs> Tarps. My lead-shielded fruit-proof prop trunks. A Costco-sized bucket of Tums. My log guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Clorox wipes. <laughs> Spent a lot of time thinking about warning people across the land that with every bite you are ingesting their being and in turn they leave behind a tiny bit of their essence slowly transforming the population. You are becoming a Vegetaborg and Fruticon! <laughs> I don't know. On a typical Friday night, I am raining down destruction upon the carcasses of so many enemies, often in two cities at once. How? Why? I am Gallagher, the grocery slayer! The most private thing I'm willing to admit, I ate a grape once. I can still hear its screams! You should message me if. <laughs> you enjoy trampolines, <laughs> suspenders, and mustaches. You hate all things vine and branch born. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd like to feel the sledgematic's girthy heft for yourself. <laughs> Very good. That was Stab. Stab's over, everyone. Uh, if you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold, Stab, the number 4 goldcom or go to stabcomedytheater.com 
or come see a show here. Uh, we're here every Friday at 10 o'clock, 10.15. All right. Uh, one more time for all the comedians you saw. Bill Wallace, Ben Rice, Jamie Fernandez, Jesse Jones. I'm John Morris Ross IV. Thank you.